Hey, so my name's David, and I'm the new intern here at Data Wonderment. And today we'll be talking about the ins and outs of awesome infographics, how to master content marketing on LinkedIn, how to reuse old content to boost your SEO and keep your audience engaged. Um, and then for the marketing podcast, we'll talk about the Smart Passive Income podcast. And then we'll talk about startups.com. And the episode is Listening is Your Secret Weapon. So on this podcast, um, the first topic we'll be talking about is the ins and outs of awesome infographics. Infographics are 30 times more likely to be read than all other text articles, and they're shared three times more than any other content type. So that means creating infographics is huge. Um, Some tips, first you should choose a format based on your objective. Condense your copy, use short headlines and bullets, and always have a call to action. Why should your target audience care? Um, A good recommendation I found was to find an infographic builder plugin. And um, we could find these on Google. You actually just look up build an infographic. And then when you're building your infographic, it shouldn't be cluttered. It should just um, use key data points and keep your target audience in mind. Always use your data that is based on your target audience. It's always good to see what others are doing, the successful ones that are using infographics. And some key points that I found was to keep it simple, have condensed copy, and publish teasers on social media. Um, Your infographic should have a clear call to action. And what I mean by publishing teasers is giving um, your audience and followers a reason to go on your page. Tease them, give them a fact that would catch their attention. In the actual infographic, um, visuals could be used to compare and present data. And um, you could use a pie chart, bar graph, line graph, scatter chart, or even a circular gauge. And these could be plugged right into the infographic. And the reason why infographics are so popular is because people don't have time to read. Um, The ratio should be 80% infographic and 20% reading on blog posts. And this would really give the people that we're targeting, the business-minded people, um, the, the time just to look at the picture without having to actually read the content. Infographics liked and shared three times more than any other type of content. This is huge, infographics are the future. And some guidelines before submitting the infographic is to make sure the copy is tight and free of typos. All the info is fact-checked. We need to make sure the sources are legit, edu sources or any type of .gov, and make sure that the source is legit and make sure the graphic follows the brand guidelines. So the next topic we'll be discussing is how to master content marketing on LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn, a short digestible post would just be a status update, whereas a long statement would be publishing an article for your followers. And when you think of a status update, the the short post, Um, Think of the simple white box and and just typing a message to share with your friends. And you could do this by clicking the white box under your profile picture. 
the goal should be to share content relevant to your followers so they'll therefore share the content with their followers and your blog posts will go viral. Always link websites, blogs, etc. for additional exposure. Um, tag people, add links, add facts. Always add this stuff because as your post goes viral, the more people and the more content that is added to the post, the more likely it is to be viewed by others. Um, when posting on LinkedIn, we have to remember that LinkedIn is a professional network, so talking about your cat or say what you had for breakfast shouldn't be relevant to your audience. Um, the only things that should be posted is things that provide value. Um, limit your posts to five or less per day. Um, whereas Facebook is a different social network, LinkedIn is, is more professional oriented. And a lot of followers don't have the time to read more than five posts per day. So keeping it down to one to two per day is ideal. And remember, um, LinkedIn is for the business-minded person, so talking about sensitive topics could really hurt your credibility. So avoid talking about any sensitive topic that could offend your followers. An important point that um, my old professors used to always share with me and something I agree on is you should never use a social network to sell your service. Rather you should share content that would get people to actually check on your page and, and see who you are. Um, no one goes on social media to buy a service, rather they go on there and they see a service that they like and if they're interested they'll actually click on it. And you do this by sharing others' posts or by creating a post that's really interesting to your followers. When posting, um, the post should align with your hours of business. So posting at 11.30 at night isn't ideal. Um, the post reaches its highest potential around the afternoon time when people are on their lunch break or when they're on their phone. Or even say the morning time when people first wake up in the morning and they just want to check their phone to see what's on there. An interesting topic I read about was long-form publishing. This could be used for blog exposure and there's three key benefits of LinkedIn publishing. The first one is your target audience and you could have a two-way dialogue conversation with other professionals in your field. This would give you the opportunity to talk to them one-on-one. -on -one rather than a one-way dialogue in which you would just be posting and no one would be commenting on your post. You get more exposure and you get to showcase your knowledge on the topic. And lastly, you get increased following and you get new connections and um, I think this would be a great tool to use in the future. When publishing on LinkedIn, um, there's four steps that should be followed. Your purpose should be defined. What is your outcome? Who is the main target audience? What are the challenges needed in your industry to reach these people? What are they interested in? What do they need to know more about? Um, you should brainstorm topics. What could um, grab your audience attention? And narrow your focus on one effective idea. And by focusing on one idea, your, your post would be more effective rather than introducing a lot of ideas in one post. And lastly, you should pick a compelling image to grab a lot of attention. This could be something interesting or just an eye-opening image. 
A content marketing strategy um, can be used on LinkedIn um, by sharing articles and infographics relevant to your industry, organizing your content on something such as Hootsuite, and scheduling in advance. And the key is to plan to save time and energy. Determine the frequency for status updates two to three times a day for long form publishing one to two times a week, depending on the industry. And lastly, using some sort of tool to track your efforts to see if your marketing is effective. The third topic we'll be discussing is how to reuse old content to boost your SEO and keep your audience engaged. You could do this by using a blog to make your content noticeable online. Using your blog, you could recycle previously published content or repurpose or reuse content from your archives. Now there's four ways to reuse or repurpose content. The first way is to use snippets for social media. And this is an easy and really effective way to repurpose content. It could be a quote, idea, question, or teaser from a previous blog post. And you could use a fact out of your blog post and make it into a social media post, something interesting, pull a fact out of it. This is really effective and it gives the audience a hint. One single article has enough content to make multiple posts, meaning you could take various facts and info and quotes from one article and you could make maybe 10, 15, 20 posts with different facts from that one blog or article. The second way to do this is to design an infographic and you basically just take the information from your blog and make an infographic out of it and you make it a fun way for your audience to explore your post. The third way would be recording a podcast and this is on the go entertainment. You could have a podcast and a blog post that correspond with each other and you could actually send the follower from your blog post to the podcast or vice versa depending on whether they want to listen to it on the go or actually spend the time to read the post. And by doing this, you bring a broader audience. The fourth way is to create a video. And this is mostly for younger generations and you could do it through YouTube. You don't wanna read the content word for word, rather you wanna post something and get creative with it. When making a YouTube video, make it fun, make it engaging. Give your, your followers a reason to tune in and listen to you. Lastly, the most important thing when repurposing old content is evergreen. You have to pick a topic that will never expire. The goal is long shelf life. In other words, this could be read in three years and it could still be relevant. To track your content, use Google Analytics and monitor the traffic on your post. This will provide you with an insight of what your audience likes or, is, or what they are reading. It gives demographic info and it gives a new audience the recycled content. And this is content that is still relevant today. Some things you should avoid is copying and pasting content and not posting quality content. Always make sure your content is of quality and don't be afraid to try new things. Always explore and the horizon is the limit.
fourth topic we'll be discussing is a marketing podcast called the Smart Passive Income Podcast. And the speaker on this podcast describes bringing people together from various fields. And he says bringing people together with various expertise is a great way to get started because you get new insights and you learn a lot of stuff that is relevant to your own field. And the first speaker in this podcast is Leslie Samuels. And he's an entrepreneur that has his own blog site. He makes a living off of blogs and he actually got his teaching job through his blog posts in which he would use to teach college students. And he describes how he didn't have to do a PhD or any sort of um, higher education degree because he was so good at making podcasts. And he describes blogging as not dead. And he actually says it's better than Facebook because you could control your message. When you have a blog, you could actually write your message and you could control what you're putting out there rather than have a social site tell you what you can share and what you cannot share. His two tips was to get clear on your target audience. Who are they? What are they looking for? His next tip was to choose a main platform and learn how to get that audience and after you do that to go all in. He says you don't need a million media outlets, you only need one truly effective outlet to get your audience. And by having that one media outlet that's really great for all your followers, you could gain more followers in one outlet than 10 combined. He also says setting up a landing page on your blog is a great way to get started. And when you set up a landing page, it's basically an email list that notifies your followers when you, when you, um, when you put a post online. The second speaker on this podcast was Cliff Raymondcraft, and he describes a zone of genius. And this is a system that, that works on how you're operating and the work you're doing. The first zone is zone incompetence, and this is the work that you're not great at doing. The second zone is zone of competence. This is work you're good at, but others can do the same work good or better. The third zone is a zone of excellence. And this is work that you're really good at and you're, you're probably better than other people at, but you don't really enjoy doing. And the last zone is the zone of genius, in which he says is the golden zone. And it's work that you love so much that time just flies by and you never get bored. The work is so good that you just forget what you're doing while you're working and, and you're just happy the whole time. The last topic we'll be discussing is listening is your secret weapon. Found on startups.co. The speaker describes the sales process. It's the fastest and easiest way to get genuine feedback on a product. The speaker describes a person who is selling the product should be the closest one to the product. That way, they truly have a passion for it and they could tell a story while they're selling the product. And through storytelling, your, your, your message is genuine and the consumer will believe you. And they'll buy your product at any expense. So this is the end of our podcast for this week.
Thanks for tuning in.